Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Jason Shear coming at me from, uh, let's see, where are you coming from us, Shear? Talk. We've moved to the Best Western now for a few days. All right. And what now? So just so everybody out here knows what a dunce you can be at times. I offered you my house while I'm on vacation. This is true. And you uh, no. And you said, we'll got it work. We got it. And then you messaged me yesterday and said, hey, do you have a spare key lying around? Sure, you did exactly that. Don't lie. On air, I said, Mike, why haven't you offered me your house yet? And you poo-pooed me. And now my family's homeless. All right. Well, you know what? But again, are you off of Grant and Oracle right now? Uh, We're at Ina, like Ina and Oracle. All right, we'll go hang out at Circle K at some point then. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, now, we got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk Big 12, or excuse me, Pac-12, Big 12 talk, unity statements, point spreads, all kinds of stuff. Jacob Franklin making me feel less important about myself than I already do. All kinds of stuff right there. But first, sheer I have never been more excited for a Pac-12 media day than what we have tomorrow. A year after, there was a deal right around the corner. Here we are. I am in uh, Carlsbad. You are at a uh, Best Western talking about the next great deal to come right around the corner. Yeah, I mean, there's. it's really – it's probably going to be a boring media day, but it's just kind of funny that how long we've come and there's still no deal. And so that's clearly going to overshadow anything that happens tomorrow at media day. Um, And I'm really curious to see how aggressive reporters are in asking George the important questions. Now, we got to remember, last year, George came on and George was a little bit, uh, I think it's fair to say George was a little befuddled by everything. Came on there and uh, um, he took a lot of shots at the Big 12. Didn't take any shots at the Big Ten, which is the you know the conference that has rated your two marquee entities. And then he did say that uh, the Big Twelve essentially better be careful, or we might take their schools from them. I like yeah, that. Yeah, George was feisty in the last media day. He will not. I, I don't think he'll be feisty tomorrow. I'm sure he'll say that the conference is sticking together and that the presidents have shown loyalty and patience, and it'll pay off and all that. But. I doubt he's taken any shots at any other conferences. Now, do we look for – all right. So one thing Sheer and I do need to say, though, and we've said this from day one, but we need to say it again right here. Sheer and I have said that if the Pac-12 gets a media deal that is comparable to the Big 12 – and again, when I say comparable, I'm not saying $22 million with 80% uh, streaming. I'm talking something that's somewhat comparable to the Big 12. We will tip our cap and say we didn't think you could do it. Sheer, I speak for you, but I allow you to speak for yourself. Yeah, I mean, if George pulls it off, he deserves absolute credit. I, I won't hesitate or make up some BS excuse why the deal isn't as good. If 
if he comes close to the Big 12 numbers, like all these invisible sources are saying, then I will absolutely give him credit. All right. One thing that we do need to talk about, though, is this ESPN report. There's a reason that somebody like Pete Thamel didn't run with this report. When a representative reaches out to somebody and says um, that we are uh, we're we got some very good news, um, good deal right around the corner. When somebody like Thamel doesn't run with that and somebody, you know, like a lot of entities don't run with that, there's generally a reason why, Jason Shear. Yeah, I think it's interesting that, you know, Thamel's been the realignment person for ESPN. He didn't put his name on that article. Uh, Ross Dellinger of now Yahoo, I think he's with, went on radio and said, yeah, I know exactly who it came from. And and that person hasn't been reliable enough for me to go with it again. And so you get reporters like that that say, look, this isn't reliable. And then the quote was the same to every outlet that went with it. Uh, you can't do that. That means it's a BS quote. It, it's clearly a PR tactic. I can't believe I was talking to a, a media guy that, you know, and he said he couldn't believe that these major entities went with that story. I mean, it was very clearly a Pac-12 PR representative that sent that out to kind of take the, the pressure off on Friday uh, and networks fell for it or, you know, whatever it was. And I got to give, well, we got to give ourselves both a little bit of credit right here, Jason Shear, because you said that there would be something, but they hit you with the day early. You said that there would be something about great news right around the corner, but you were wrong, though. You said it would be on Thursday. It was on Wednesday, Jason Shear. They hit you before you even thought. Yeah, I thought it would come Thursday because, look, the Pac-12, even if it's a lie, they have to take some of the weight off Friday. And right. and they did. They were. Like this release is going to do anything. Now all it's going to do is a people saw it for what it was, and b now George is going to get questions about new suitors and new bidders and all that because that was within the quote and timelines and all that stuff. So it's not going to work, but it was it was predictable. The the Pac-12 PR has been super predictable so far. It's been super predictable and super bad to this point because yeah, we knew exactly I mean, just, what was going to happen. Yeah, it's you know it's I it, it's it's really weird how they handle it. I'll just say that like I don't feel like the act of PR has has handled anything whatsoever correctly. We are also at the point though, Sheer. We're gonna find out a lot about our guy John Wilner. We like John Wilner. We get beat up a lot for uh, not lumping him in with uh, John Canzano. We won't, but. We're going to find out a lot. He's got his media day by a packet or his uh, mailbag coming out today. There's going to be questions which you have been, he's been ignoring from you and me about if his point spread is going to go down for Pac-12 media survival rights. Sheer, what say you? Do you think he's going to go with what I predicted and predict that uh, uh, there will be no uh, thing? Or is he going to do what you did and be a man of his word and say, yep, this isn't good. We're going down. Is it me or you breaking up, Mike? I'm not breaking up. I just see you breaking up. Uh, Now you're good. uh, Yeah, well, okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, I I think Wilner, I've asked him the last few days, and he he hasn't answered me. You know, eventually he's got to – he's the one that said it would be a catastrophe, and uh, it's not a – you know, if if you're going to say it's a catastrophe, then you need to go out and and follow through with that. And and so far he hasn't. Maybe he's waiting till after tomorrow to see what the conference does. But he was at the forefront saying if they don't have a deal, it's a catastrophe. And now he's kind of 
backstepping with his latest article. I, I, I'm kind of thinking that he's going to do what you do, which is not move it because they say a, a deal's right around the corner, blah, blah, blah. All right. So can I quote myself here? There's very, very, very few times when I'm actually totally right on something. And when these are ha- when these do happen and Jacob Franklin can't refute it, I am going to put this out there. Here's exactly what I said on Shear's message board to be able to uh, to talk about this. All right. John Wilder. Now, of course, it's not loading. It doesn't matter either way. Basically, the hotline is saying that everything's good. We will hold on. Here it is. I got to get past that Circle K post that you still haven't taken down, by the way. Um, All right. Here. The hotline initially viewed Media Day as the line in the sand for the framework of a media deal. But after talking with all the major parties, there is a quiet confidence about a deal getting done. Therefore, the line remains unchanged at minus four. Sheer, that's it. Yeah, that'll be it. He'll say something super similar to that because I think if he – usually he answers to me on social media. Yeah, he's ignoring you. He's going to wait till tomorrow and he's going to say statement of unity, presidents, blah, blah, blah. They're going to come out with something tomorrow and he's going to fall for it or use it again. Right, exactly. All right. Now, speaking of which here, have you been to – let's see here. What should we go with first? Oh, let's go with BetMGM right here. Speaking of odds, what a great segue right there. Jacob Franklin, maybe that's what Caliendo was talking about right there. <laughs> but, all right, BetMGM. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, can I bet on Pac-12 media odds? No, you can't. But if there was a place where they could even theoretically happen, it would be at BetMGM. Here's the deal. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our AZ audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out show notes for details. Let's hear Shane Diefenbach. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Holy moly. That is a new read right there. Then uh, Jacob Franklin, you should have told me about that. Shane Diefenbach with very good work right there uh, with that new read. I like that. All right. Now let's talk about this from an Arizona perspective then here, and then we're going to get back to everything. Oh, by the way, is there anything more Pac-12? The great NPOB put this out yesterday. Anything more Pac-12 than the headliner that everybody wants to talk to, Deion Sanders not being at Pac-12 Media Day? Is that the most Pac-12 thing ever? Yeah, I mean, the, the luster of Pac-12 Media Day is gone. Like, without Dion, without an announcement of a deal, it's a one-day event compared to all the other conferences that are multiple days. It's just, it just doesn't feel like the conference has it going on right now. It doesn't feel like that at all. And I do think that this, you know what's funny about this recent report that was leaked ESPN? I actually feel that this has backfired on the Pac-12. Because people now, this was the first time I really felt in mass, or that in mass people are now, even the ones that are kind of in the middle, are now rolling their eyes saying, dude, stop talking and actually make something happen right here. This felt like a little bit of maybe a miscalculation on the Pac-12's part. Because it's the same damn wording every time. We're close to deal. We're so confident. You're going to be so happy with what we have. And look, maybe, maybe we're all wrong. Maybe they will be, right? But it's like, just shut up and get the deal done. 
already at this point. Just stop. Tell the presidents to be quiet. George hasn't said anything. Come out with whatever statement you want tomorrow to kind of alleviate whatever and and then and then move on and get the deal done. Because this stuff of it being right around the corner and all that doesn't do the conference any good when it's not right around the corner. When it's not right around the corner. But here's the thing, though, that I keep going back to. Sure, we were talking about this exactly a year ago today at this point. At some point, man, and when you've got kind of the background and the history that the, uh, the Pac-12 does – You generally maybe just want to make some actions. By the way, that was really hysterical, though, when we both found out that that quote was not from a uh, university president. We thought that that quote at ESPN that was talking about a a great deal going on, you know, right around the corner. We I initially thought that I was going outside the box and saying and I messaged you, Sheer, when you thought it was Schultz. And I said, hot, uh, hot take here. It's Michael Crow. And you thought you were intrigued by that. And then we found out it wasn't. Yeah, and it's like it's it's just and you're right. I mean, we've been saying it for for so long. And here's the thing that if I was a Pac-12, I would do. Let's say you want to put out this statement. That's fine. Call Camzano, call Wilner, and be like, "Hey, man, one of those new suitors is Apple. Put that out there. We're talking to Apple." But they won't do it. So whatever they say that there's a new suitor, there's no name. So who is the suitor? Like, and how is there no leak? If there's really a new suitor, how is there absolutely – I almost said Bruce Suter. If there is not a new suitor or if there's a new suitor, how is there never any leak? There's no specifics. There's never anything. Even our, our guy Carlos, the truck stop guy on Twitter, who is the uh, biggest uh, Pac-12 staying together proponent, is starting to say, all right, at some point you need to show me something. And that's all you have to do if you're if you're this Pac-12 PR person. Be like, hey, ESPN's in it a little bit more than they used to be. That's it. And then you print it and people are like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But you want to know why they're not doing that? Because if they're not, there's people at ESPN that can very quite uh, that actually know Pete Thamel and have a con have a direct line to him that can tell him that that's not going on here. Yeah. Pete not putting his name on that article wasn't because he was busy. Like it's <laughs> he's not putting on his name on an article that he doesn't have confidence in. Right. All right. Now, we I talked about this a little bit yesterday, Sheer. This is an exciting time, though, for Arizona football as well, because when was the last time that we went into a season and I'm looking at the schedule and you didn't come up with seven games where you're like, oh, no chance, no chance, no chance, no chance. There's a few games that I don't give Arizona much of a chance in, but Arizona is going to have a chance in almost every single game this year, Sheer, and that is exciting. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not an easy schedule, but there's no games where you look at it and go, man, Arizona's going to get their butts kicked. Like right. Arizona has no chance. And there's games where we say, yeah, Arizona's Arizona's going to lose. Of course there are. There are for most teams in the country, but it feels like Arizona's put itself in a position to be more competitive against some of the better teams than it was last season. How big? Let me ask you this. I was thinking about this the other night. How big can you win at Arizona? What is the absolute apex? And we're going to see how close we are on this. Uh, I. What is I mean, the I, apex? I think, Take your back the A hat off for a second, or you're not wearing a hat. Winning the con- I think winning the conference. All right, you think that Arizona, especially, I think that that can, I think that that can happen with the LA with the LA schools out of the way as well, going off to other uh, to uh, more midwestern pastures. I believe that that can happen. And, you know, I am going to say that by if Jed Fish is still here, I think Arizona is going to be in the mix next year because this year's team is going to be good. But you look at the you look at the roster next year. 
sheer. I mean, depending if Arizona wins seven games this year, and again, I get it. If you win seven games, they could go into the season as a preseason top 25 team. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, you know, there's going to be questions, Jaden Delora, whether or not he returns, you know, how they replace guys like Jacob Cowing and, and, you know, can they keep guys with NIL offers and all that, but figuring that they keep that nucleus and they, and they bring back those young guys that are going to play quite a bit this season. Arizona should be a, a legitimately good football team in, in two years. You know, it, it, there's one thing, look, if you want to talk about Jed Fish's coaching and all that, that probably has yet to be proven, but his ability to construct a roster and know what goes into the roster and what's necessary to win, I, I think that's obvious at this point, that he knows what he's doing. We're also going to talk about uh, Polito here in just a minute. His dad just liked a, a tweet that I put out there. He's a smart man. But first, four peaks. Sheer, we talked a lot about Dylan Anderson yesterday, one of the returning peaks right there. Your name was mentioned two different times by Frank Caliendo. Dylan Anderson has stayed strong, Jason Shear, and he has remained part of the peak movement. What say you about the four peaks? Did Frank know when he was on yesterday that he was talking to the guy that stole Dylan Anderson's bike? Uh, no, you weren't on yesterday. <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't fit on Dylan Anderson's bike. You kidding me? But – Check out Four Peaks Brew also. Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest on Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Um, but, uh, yeah, back to, uh, back, to Arizona, back to Arizona football here for a second, though. Um, I look around, though, and the only teams that I think, you know, you're like, you really have no chance at, I don't give them much of a chance against Utah. Don't give them a ton of a chance against USC. Um, and I don't know why, but I think that everybody else, I think they could be. I'm not saying they will, but I think they've got a good chance. I would agree with that. Where's the Utah game? Is it at Utah? That's a good question. I don't still don't like it. I should know that actually. That's t- terrible show prep on my part. Uh, um, you know, but but yeah, I mean USC is going to be really difficult for them to beat. It, it's really going to depend on the defense. I mean, if the defense isn't improved, they're going to struggle with teams like USC and Utah. We just need the ninth worst defense. We ask for little. Yeah, I mean, people ask me like, "What do you what do you need to see from Arizona's defense?" Average. That's it. I don't even need good. An average defense in Arizona's in the postseason. All right, our guy Grant Creech just said it's in Tucson. They got a chance. I don't. I mean, I think Utah's going to be good, but I don't think it's going to be the normal Utah team. And there's why is Cameron rising? rising. Yeah. Why is Cameron rising back again? Uh, because he got hurt. It's a super bad injury, and people are curious how he's going to come back from it. All right, because it feels like he has been in here. Did you see the guy that got the ninth year of college eligibility? Yeah, Memphis basketball average age is like 30. It's like, yeah, dude, sure. Like, we're, it's not too late for us to go back there and play. Um, now, yeah, seriously, I'm still back in the A right there. Now, do you, who vote, uh, uh, who says, Mike, Shane says you can't use the Four Peaks moniker. Oh, I can use the Four Peaks moniker. I just did. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about the uh, conference, uh, all conference voting. How in the world, how many of these people actually watch these things? Jordan Morgan is the number one returning lineman in the conference and was a first-round pick before he got his knee blown out. He is not viewed as a first-team preseason all-conference player and the guy who's probably the best NFL prospect in the entire league on the offensive line, Jonas Savanea, gets honorable mention, Sheer. Not good. Yeah, and there's so many, like, I don't want to, obviously I cover Arizona, but like, your boy Elijah Badger was fourth in the conference. I don't think he got honorable mention. 
Correct. Like, I don't think yes. he was on any of them. <laughs> like, so it's, you know, and, and, and I think like tight end was, you know, the Stanford tight end was second. I think he literally got that because he's a Stanford tight end. Like Tanner McLaughlin and Jalen Connors are both better than him. It was weird. It, it, it's Travis Hunter was, was first team. And I think Travis Hunter's really good, but the kids never played a snap in the Pac-12 and you're putting him at first in corner. Uh, it was a really weird list. I mean, it, it just it I don't Jacob Manu not even getting honorable mention led the freshman led all freshmen in tackles. Right. I mean it, it's there, you can, I can go on and on, but for Jonah Savanea not to be on one of those first two teams is crazy to me. PFF of tackle rankings I think yesterday and Morgan was like third in the entire nation, right. but isn't one of the top ten line like it just it, it is a weird list. Is that because people aren't really respecting the A to this point? Yeah, I, I think that that I don't. A, a lot of media don't pay attention to teams outside of their team. Like, right. you know, it's if you're an Oregon beat writer, a lot of times you really only pay attention to to like Oregon, right? But it, it's but yeah, I mean, I think that people look at Arizona and assume that everyone sucks. But I mean, it takes two minutes of research to realize that some of these guys are. Really good. Can you imagine being an Oregon State beat writer, though, and only having to cover Oregon State and Washington State? How disgusting that would be, or how difficult of a job that would be, Sheer? Sheer, I think we lost you. Try reconnecting with us right now. Try reconnecting with us. I will carry this in the meantime. Now, uh, while Sheer reconnects, I will say that uh, check out Shady Rays. Now, if you're, let's say you're like Jacob Franklin and you're a little bit closer to the sun than I am. And so you need Shady Rays. I need Shady Rays because I am not as cool as Jacob Franklin. But here's the deal with the Shady Rays. They are fantastic. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the uh, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code word PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Sheer heard the term Shady Rays, and he got right back into the live stream. Hello, Sheer. Not happy with Best West right now. Not happy. I know. I was going to say, dude, so we have to, we got to get your air conditioning fixed. Is it going to be fixed today? It's either today or Sunday. That's what I've been doing. Uh, All right. But um, your, your Pac-12 media poll, though, where do you have Arizona, though, Sheer? I think off the top of my head, I have Arizona at seven. I uh, as a network to all the writers turn in their polls, and I think I had Arizona – I wasn't the only one that had them that high. There were a few others. The lowest was someone had Arizona 10, I think. 10. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We're both going bowl game, though. As we've been talking about, BCAT, can you get Shady Rays at Circle K? I don't know that you can. Maybe the one on Grant and Oracle. But I don't know that they have Shady Rays there. I could be wrong. Uh, Tweeted Jacob Franklin. Jacob for Franklin. He might have some information on that one right there. Um, Oh, also, we got to talk a little bit about Carter and Jamari. Uh, If you could bring up the highlights of uh, uh, Carter, or excuse me, Jamari first, uh, Jacob Franklin. Um, They were on ESPN Sheer, and they both, uh, well, uh, Jamari especially looked absolutely fantastic. Um, Watching what he can do, scoring at all three levels. I would like we were talking about the other day. I'm were I don't want him to uh, continue to grow. I need him to be about six three so we can get two years out of him. But Sheer, this is very much looking like a player that could be a one and done. 
Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm glad they were on national television because you could see what type of players they are. Like when you watch Carter Bryant and you look at him and you're like, man, if this guy was aggressive every possession, he'd be an absolute monster. And he's still really good. And then Jamari, you see the, the good with him is his advanced scoring. And you also see the, the bad a little bit, which is sometimes his scoring kind of takes over and, and he wants to score every possession. And, you know, that'll be controlled a little bit in, in college. But both these guys have such high upsides and are such good um, prospects for what Arizona wants to do. They both fit in well. Uh, you know, Arizona fans should be ecstatic with these two guys coming. Uh, yes. Not only should Arizona fans be ecstatic about this, Arizona is also looking at, oh, let's talk Carter Bryant for a second, and then we're going to talk another Arizona recruit. But Carter Bryant, though, he's the epitome of the player that I know that there's times when he looks uh, dis, uh, disengaged, but the NBA also doesn't uh, draft him on that. They draft on your potential. They draft on where they think you can go. And this kid checks off all the boxes. I'd be very surprised, no matter what his stats are, if he's here for a second year. I don't know that I even thought that a month ago, but Sheer, this is what an NBA lottery pick is supposed to look like. Yeah, because, I mean, when he plays aggressive, and, and if you're an NBA team, you're like, we can get that out of him, right? right. And Because and, when he plays aggressive, he's he's awesome. He's a top five player. I mean, his passing for a guy his size is, is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, he can dunk. He can defend. He can block shots. He really does everything you want him to do, and he's got good size while doing it. Um, you know, he fits in with the, the NBA and the wing and the, what they want. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's I, – I, you know, I, I, before I would have said that Jamari would probably be out of college quicker than Carter, but but now I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But Arizona's got a backup plan here because of the AZ Wildcats podcast. Tommy Lloyd is offering kids earlier now, Jason Shear. Braden Burry's a player that I told you that Arizona should have offered out of California. 2025 shooting guard Arizona's offered. I believe that Arizona's got a very good chance of getting Braden Burries as well. I think this was a very good move by Arizona and a nice little insurance policy. I love how Duke offered him like two hours later too. That was right. awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the kid's really good. I mean, you can watch the kid for like two minutes and realize how good he is. Um, he can score at all levels. He's only going to get better. Easy offer. Uh, he's close with Carter Bryant. So Carter Bryant's going to recruit him to Arizona. Um, he's a guy that, that Arizona absolutely has a chance to land. Will this count as a win for me and a loss for you like Cody Williams if he, uh, Arizona offers him? Or if Arizona no, gets him? I, I, I agreed that Arizona should offer Burries. I was very vocal about that. Cody I, Williams, thought you on, I thought you didn't like Braden Burries initially, no, though, and I did. No, 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 no. I just thought that I hadn't seen him in a year, but when I saw him, it was an easy offer. All right, Cher. All right, Cher. I was looking to maybe possibly throw you under the bus right there, but it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to do that. So no. that that is on me. All right. Now, let's just get back. Before we sign off right here, I'm heading up to Monterey. Um, Cher is at the uh, – you said no-tell motel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I was going to say, all right. Well, I shall, hey, is the family staying there? Uh, Right here. Say hi, girls. Oh, hey, speaking of which, watch this. I'm not supposed to do this, but Ted Wardo. Come here, Ted Wardo. <laughs> Ted Wardo says hello right here. Hello, look Ted Wardo. Look at those eyes. He does not like the camera. No, dude, he doesn't. He's always been camera shy. Look at those eyelashes, though. These are eyelashes right here. You can't really see them. But... All right, Ted Wardo, here you go. All right. But that was great. Uh, that was great right there. Um. All right. 
When it comes to Pac-12 media day, though, I here's where I'm at with all of this. I want to see something concrete. I want to hear something concrete. I don't need a finalized deal, but I need something where it says, okay, 25% of this is ESPN, 35% of this is that, whatever the case may be, something with real numbers other than just a significant uh, linear slash streaming component. I don't want any of that crap here. The one thing I'm really looking forward to is I think someone, I would assume someone is going to ask George, how much is linear and how much is streaming? And I want to see how he answers that question. Does he answer that question? What's your guess say? No. I don't think he answers any of these questions. He's going to get very general. We're confident in a deal. We're going to have a nice mixture, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be things like that. And again, John Wilder. If you're watching, we just want you to alter the point spread. That's all we ask. We always stick up for John Wilner, even with people on your board taking shots at us for sticking up for John Wilner Sheer, We like John Wilner. If you're going to go all in, you got to go all in. You can't you can't half-ass this stuff. Right. By the way, speaking of something that's all in, have you ever heard of Wink? W-Y-N-K, Jason Shear? I haven't, actually. All right. Well, here's the deal. It's a seltzer with a wink of THC. Get it? You get it? It's good. It's funny. I could use some of that right now. I bet you could. Check out drinkwink.com, W-Y-N-K, and countdowndrink.com to utilize their drink finder to locate a store near you. You can also directly uh, order it online, wink only, and get the 2.5 milligrams. Now, Shear was worried about gummies being a possibility. These are drinks right here, Jason Shear. You should get the girls some. I, I will. Whatever. The, is that legal? Actually, it's not. Whatever. Either way, you got to be well. They're both twenty-one. They're both over twenty-one, so they're okay. They act over twenty-one. It's fine. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all right. But that's what I want, though. I want substance. I don't want any more of the nonsense. Because here's what's going to happen: if there's a Pac-12 media day tomorrow, and all we hear is we're coming closer to a resolution with no specifics, Schultz gets on there and says that people are going to roll their eyes in a massive, massive way, and I am going to have a fun time making fun of this to Tony Altimore. I'll be honest, I don't see a way that they come out with a win tomorrow. It's just how big of a PR loss is it going to be? There's things they could probably say to instill some type of confidence, but I just, they're not announcing a deal. I just, I don't see how they win tomorrow. Right. And the thing about it, too, it's not like this is snuck up on anybody. I mean, this is, again, Pac 12 Media Day. You've known about this for, oh, let me guess, about a year. I mean, you knew that this was coming. And so I have a hard time believing these guys are just trying to put this off if there really was something fun to announce here. Yeah, I mean, they're not putting anything off. They they would absolutely announce it. I almost wonder if George should take the strategy of saying, you know what, this is about football. We're not talking about realignment or media deals today. What would happen? What do you say? That's actually, you know, if I had nothing to say, I might actually say that. That's actually not a bad idea. If George Klievkoff is listening, George Klievkoff should go with that. I think I would go with that, Sheer. Open up. Do the Sean Miller strategy. Open it up with a statement, and then whenever someone asks, say, please refer to my opening statement. Yeah, no, I think that. Can you imagine being a conference commissioner at Media Day when you have no media deal in less than a year and saying, uh, yeah, I'm not here to talk about that. Please refer to my opening statement. It might not be a bad idea because everything he says is going to be analyzed. Every single word about a media deal is going to be overanalyzed. One thing that we do, uh, it's too bad that Bruce isn't covering this. Bruce would be fantastic with this. We need Bruce Pascoe on the beat. 
I heard, by the way, that Bruce is indeed going to the international trip for Arizona basketball. Um, well, I don't even quite know what to say other than that is fantastic. Who did you hear this from, Bruce? Uh, that's the word on the street. I don't know if it's finalized, but I, I believe Bruce is going. All right. Well, Bruce, you deserve that, dude. Bo. And when Bruce goes on a working vacay, it's 40 hours of work on that vacay right there. Oh, yeah. All right. Before we sign off, tap and bottle. Oh, by the way, uh, Connor Johnson coming in here saying, unblock me, Sheer, one of our Oregon State people. We're staying together. Connor Johnson, we do not want to stay with you. Nothing personal. I don't like you, Connor. That's why I blocked you. Connor Johnson. But Connor Johnson actually gave me props yesterday for saying that I was able to match wits with Frank Caliendo. <laughs> there you go. Oh, dude, yeah, I was going to say. It's about the little people, though. By the way, Connor Johnson, we watch Arizona football at Tap and Bottle, the Tap and Bottle watch parties away from the game. So when Arizona is having to make that wretched trip up to Corvallis, guess what we're doing? We're sitting at Tap and Bottle watching the game. It's good times. Check it out. Scott and Rebecca do a great job, as you know, downtown and on the northwest side. We were there last – I've been there the last two weeks. I will not be there this week because I am out of town. But, again, check it out, Tap and Bottle watch parties. All right, Sheer. So in summation – we want to see action. Uh, there has been nothing to indicate that there is anything good out there. But if uh, George Klevkov actually comes up with something, we will give him credit. Yep, sounds about right. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, if, if he pulls this off, I will absolutely give him credit. All right, Sheer, where can they find you causing trouble? Uh, in your local hotel and then wildcatauthority.com and at Jason Shear on Twitter. All right. All right. For all of you out there, uh, we will be back with you. We got Shears' good buddy Tony Altimore in the next day or two uh, talking. So that will be a lot of fun. For Jacob Franklin behind the scenes, tearing me down when nobody's looking. For Jason Shear right there, tearing me down when everyone is looking. <laughs> I am merely Michael Luke. We'll be back with you. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. <laughs>